0: No bull No Scotty, no Pippin, no Michael, no Jordan No bull No bull. Hi, this is Chuck Smorski, and you're listening to No Bull A-U-K, Chicago Bulls podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the No Bull podcast, a podcast from UK Chicago Bulls. It's been a while. We've not released one since January. Life's been pretty busy. So I've really missed it. Hopefully you guys have missed it as well and I wanted to get a good guest to kick this season off. Obviously we get a lot of fans on and we talk about all sort of their views and stuff. So I wanted my first episode back to be, to be a real good guest. And I've got one. I threw a shot out and somehow it landed and I couldn't be happier. Uh, you've probably all seen it on the social medias. He's loved by everyone in balls nation. I've never had anyone say a bad word against the guy and he, in my opinion, probably one of the nicest people in the world from what I know about him. So, without further ado, it is an absolute honor to welcome Mr. Chuck
0: Swirsky. Hi, Chuck. Jimmy, good to be with you. And greetings from the United States to the UK. Actually, Jimmy, you know what? The Bulls, I did a broadcast from the UK with the Bulls at a preseason game against Utah. Oh, wow. And James Johnson was a rookie at a Wake Forest. We had two rookies that year, James Johnson and Taj Gibson, and James Johnson hit the game-winning shot for the Bulls to beat the Jazz. And when was that? Gosh, that was a good decade plus ago.
1: Wow. Okay, that's really cool. Well, Chuck, thank you. First and foremost, thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate you doing this. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah, I mean, you you probably don't know, but I actually only got back into the game six years ago. Wow. Had a long period out. So, but I'm obviously, I was a big fan back in the 90s, hence why I support the Bulls, uh, and then went a long period without following it started following football soccer as you guys would call it yes, over here yeah. took over my life but i'm back into basketball bigger than ever and yeah i, I absolutely love it so
0: i think right, that's to- what i want to hear
1: yeah i honestly i, I live for it now so uh Good. you saying about that game obviously i wasn't following the game then when that game was over here so um we've got one in paris coming up of course which i'm yes i'm hoping to get to which is in january but before that i'm actually over in chicago in december which I've, I've
0: just recently booked. Well, I expect to see you, Jimmy.
1: I would love to meet up with you, Chuck. It would be an honor.
0: Um, It's yes. my first
1: first time in Chicago as well. so I'm, I'll I'm, buy uh, you a pint. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. That would be yes, awesome. Yes, we will make it happen. That would be awesome. Chuck, I've got so much I want to talk about. I'm conscious of your time, and I'm conscious of overrunning and everything else, but I don't know where to start. I'm going to start here. Am I right in saying... This is your 25th year in the NBA.
0: That's correct, Jimmy. My 25th year, my 15th with the Bulls. Wow. And uh, I started with uh, the Toronto Raptors. I had 10 wonderful years in Toronto. The ownership, the management, the coaches that went through Toronto, all the players, they were fabulous individuals. And I'm very, very blessed to have been with two great organizations
1: yeah well they were blessed to have you like i say you, you're well loved in fact you you know joe Pynchon. it yes. was yeah so joe was doing a live instagram a couple of years ago i think it was during covid perhaps and uh, i was commenting on it and stuff and and uh, i one of the questions i asked him and i'm sorry guys if this sounds like i'm blowing smoke to chuck but like i, I love the guy <laughs> like, one of the questions i asked joe was is chuck Swirsky really one of the nicest people in the world because you always come across as such a nice genuine gentle guy like your tweets you're quite you're an inspirational guy is how I would look at it and joe just sort of said yeah he's just he's he's a really good guy and everyone kind yeah. of says the same thing and i know you were recently on the uh, CHGO podcast with big dave or say recently it was yeah. maybe towards the end of last season and and dave said the same and dave's one of the nicest guys as well out there so and for him to say it as well is is just proof. So.
0: Well, they're very kind. You're very kind, Jimmy. You know this is the way I was raised. You know, my parents really instilled uh, politeness, respect, manners. That you look for something positive, and you try to assist and support people along the way, because you know we're all in this together, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a podcast in the UK, <laughs> so by some chance when you reached out and you said, hey, would you mind? Absolutely. If it helps you, let's do it. And that's why, you know, my heart is always full. I don't believe in is your is the glass half full and half empty. My glass is always full. And so I'm just like I'm having a great time. I love what I do. I love my organization. I love the people in the organization. And I love Chicago. So here I am.
1: It's awesome. It's it's so it's so nice. Like your your quotes out on Twitter and stuff, and and I see them all the time. And obviously, when you're getting up, it's kind of like mid morning, sort of to to midday over here. But I'm always reading them, and it it does. It just it's a great way to be, and more people should follow. suit. there's too much hate in the world. Uh, I couldn't agree with that yes, anymore. Yes, there so, is. Yeah, it's it's amazing. The community over here, the UK sort of basketball community, it's quite niche still over in the UK. Um, yeah. But the community as a whole is so supportive. We've got the main hub, which is which is called NBA UK Fans, and they've kind of inspired a lot of people. I'm part of the NBA UK fans, but they've inspired myself even to start the, the Bulls account. And I think most of the teams are now represented as UK fan accounts. And it's everyone, sort of, we're all in a big group on Twitter as well, and everyone's so supportive towards each other. It's awesome. It, it's amazing, it, it really is. And and the game is definitely growing over here because of it. So, yeah, things like this, things like you guys, like I say I've reached into your, your DMs and I, I was surprised you even saw it to be truthful. So for you to reply and say you're up for it was, was just amazing, absolutely amazing. Talking of your years in the NBA, I hope I've got this right. I also believe it's your 2000th game in January. It's coming
0: up, yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, with health and whatever um, storms may come my way, which hopefully will calm the waters. But hopefully it'll be January 13th. it will be a home game against Oklahoma City. And the irony of the 2000th game, I've missed seven games because of health in 24 years. Wow. You know, sore throat, you know, where I just couldn't speak. But the irony, Jimmy, is the team the Bulls are playing that night. Oklahoma City. So, Oklahoma City moved from Seattle. And Seattle, the original Seattle Supersonics. I grew up in Seattle. Of course. And the Sonics were my team growing up. So, I mean, like the stars and the planets align where the 2000th game is against the franchise, even though they're Oklahoma City, and I get it. It is Oklahoma City. It's not Seattle. But... The roots of my NBA foundation began back in Seattle, Washington.
1: Wow, I wasn't aware that that was the game, and and to be honest, I probably wouldn't have even put the two together. That's that's quite incredible. Fingers crossed that it is that game, because yes. that would, that would be a hell of a hell of a yes. way to reach your two thousand. That would be amazing. This season, I mean, obviously the news about Lonzo recently coming out. It, it, it sucks. There's, there's no getting away from that. But the more recent news is it could have been worse. They're kind, I don't think they're expecting him to be out for the whole season. So, I mean, look, Lonzo, for me, Lonzo's our most important player. I'm not saying yeah, the best, yeah, but the he, most important.
0: Jimmy, you know what? You're, Lonzo brings so much to the table, not only with this three-point shooting, his passing... Let's say Bulls get the rebound. They toss to Lonzo. Lonzo. always has his head up, Jimmy, so he can see the floor. Yeah. And his vision is something you can't coach. I mean, you can tweak a little bit here and there, breaking it down with film. But his instinct and his knack and his basketball IQ and savvy is off the charts. So, Jimmy, when he gets the outlet pass, he it does something. The pass goes, you know, south to north, in other words, up the floor, instead of throwing a ball around side to side and eating the clock. The other thing is three-point shooting, his defense, and I just hope when he does come back, he's healthy, and I want him available for mid-April, obviously before then, but I want him ready for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, what i had no idea how good lonzo was until he signed for the balls um i don't watch a lot of other games because the, the timings over here are crazy most of the games are like middle of the middle of the night so it's like one o'clock in the morning usually if not later so i concentrate solely on balls games and i only generally see other teams when they're playing the balls i had no idea how good lonzo was until i saw him in a balls uniform I mean everyone knew about his defense was solid I mean he's like you say he's turned into a great three-point shooter now but his vision like you just said it's truly I think it's second to none
0: it's yeah.
1: he, I mean I'm not a big NFL fan but I understand that the term and he's like the quarterback yeah he's some of the passes are, like you say truly phenomenal I never forget oh, I say I never forget and I've got a terrible memory so bear with me but I forget who it was against now. And there was a player just landed on the floor with the ball and they threw it to Lonzo. And before he'd even caught the ball, he was in the motion of passing up court. I believe it was to Zach Levine who had an easy dunk. And I don't think anyone else in the game would have seen that pass that quickly. And had he hesitated, maybe the defender would have got back. Yeah. it's
0: Well, you know what? Um you know, we have, we have to be patient, and um, and obviously it's an opportunity for other players like Caruso and like Io and like Kobe to step up. I mean, this is the NBA, and I'll tell you something, Jimmy, no one feels sorry for anybody. I mean, this is, this yeah. is competitive basketball, and these teams are trying to beat you. I mean, the, the players and everyone in the league, they don't want anyone hurt. OK, Not. they want healthy rosters because really you find out the barometer of your excellence when you play a healthy team. But, you know, when you go into a game and a player is out, two players are out, whatever the case may be, Jimmy, you have a job to do. And that's beating that ball club. Sure. So I'm sure a lot of teams when they play the Bulls are very thankful that they'll have to face Lonzo Ball. Um, And yet again, it's an opportunity for players on the bulls because they are wearing NBA uniforms. They are wearing bulls on the chest. And to me, go for it. You know what? This is an opportunity. You want minutes? You've got them. But you got to earn your minutes and you got to be productive. And I think the bulls will respond.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a great opportunity for Io. I think he done fantastic last season in his rookie year. I really do. I don't think many people expected what we got from Io on both ends. I think he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Everyone that knows me or my account, they know how much I love Alex Caruso but I'm, I'm, I'm borderline obsessed with the guy I absolutely <laughs> I'm not actually I, I honestly I love the guy so so much I will if anyone ever tries to slam him I'm on them I'm, I'm defending him to the day I die and I loved him at the Lakers even I remember watching him in the bubble in the, in the NBA Finals a couple of years ago so when we signed him I, w- I was so happy but I would still like to see IO get the start personally I think it would do him the world of good f- for his development. And Caruso, for me, is is quite happy coming off, off the bench. Like he said many a times, he, he doesn't care about starting. He would rather finish games. And, I mean, he's definitely going to be on the court for closing games, in my opinion, um, especially games where you're defending the lead. So there's we've got a lot of options. We've got Io, we've got Caruso, we've got Dragic, maybe Kobe, if you want to play Kobe at the point again. Personally, for me, I don't see him as a point guard so much. I think we've tried that. but. Who who would I don't want to throw you under the bus, so please say if you would no, rather no, no. not say chuck, who personally would you like to see get the well, start?
0: I, I think it's early in camp. And one thing I've always maintained about starters, I, I I listen, I understand the importance of a starting lineup, but I also understand the importance of role players performing at a high level. Um, I also understand who's going to close the game Mm -hmm. just as important, if not the most important element of a starting lineup, who are you going to close with to seal the deal? Or if you're behind by six points with two and a half minutes to go, who do you want on the floor? Or if you're up by six with two minutes to play, who do you want on the floor? So Jimmy, I think these things will all take care of itself through preseason games, through practice, you know, we, we don't see practice. Uh, I, I did see a practice last week, but for the most part, you know, that's when coaches really have the optics on players and how they play together. Sure. And, you know, it, the, the, beauty of basketball is Jimmy, the five guys on the floor, you can pick any five, but the bottom line is they've got to play together. They got to play yeah. within a system. Yeah. And I think um, whoever plays in place, I think it's going to be a committee. So whoever starts, the person that comes off the bench is going to be just as important as the starter. So we'll see what happens, how it plays out, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, we will. We will. it would be very interesting. We are fortunate. We have got a few options. Um, Lonzo will be missed, no doubt. But, I mean, the year we had last year to be, you know, first seed for so so long so much of the season up until after all-star break i mean i'm an optimistic Bulls fan (laughs) i i don't think the most optimistic a Bulls fan would have said that we would have had that good a season up until that point obviously it did drop off a cliff a bit and i understand why fatigue of players and what have you but it was such for me last season was so much fun obviously we've had some quite dull seasons where we're tanking if you like, or we shouldn't be winning certain games and you're kind of watching a game not knowing what you want because you want your team to win, but at the same time you know it may benefit the team in the long run if we lose game. Yeah. I, I hate that. I I can't watch my team play and want them to lose. That's just not no, in no, me. No. I understand I mean, that sometimes win. that's sort of best, you know but
0: you put a uniform on, you're here to win.
1: Absolutely. Right. And and listen, there's not a player on that court for any team. I don't care what level of you play at whether it's the nba or whether it's a community club somewhere you're going out to win in my opinion if you're not you probably shouldn't be playing so it it makes me laugh when certain certain fans say oh he's tanking he's purposely no there's not a player out there tanking they're out there to try and prove a point so that's that's my opinion anyway um but yeah i'm so excited for this season i know espn released their predictions but I think Bulls were maybe 12th or something. It just kind of brings me back to the DeMar Rosen, the worst signing of the offseason. Like, yeah. I think it was Bleacher Report claimed it or something or other. I mean, you know a lot of these players, I'm sure. This is just fuel for their fire, oh, isn't absolutely. it, for them
0: guys? Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I saw the same article where the Bulls were on the outside looking in and you know what? I hope the Bulls players, I mean, they I'm sure that's going around in the locker room. I'm sure yeah. someone has pointed it out. And you know what, Jimmy? They don't have a chip on their shoulder. They're going to have a boulder
1: because
0: yeah. I think they say, you know, they are getting respected at all. And let me tell you something. We all want respect and you earn respect. Well, the Bulls have earned the respect. I mean, you know, based on what they did last year when they were healthy and the quality of player that they have on the roster. So I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait for the Bulls to prove ESPN wrong.
1: Again, I mean, if I'm Billy Donovan, my, my talks, dressing room talks are quite simple. I just print out a graphic of that as big as I can and hang it on the wall and go, there you go, guys. This is what people think of us just go and prove them wrong. Uh, To me, that's, we we know the mentality the players have got, the players like Zach and Demar. Demar loves to prove people wrong, Zach does. And also, I think people forget that, you know, Zach was playing hurt last season. He was. And yeah, he's got his critics. And sometimes I still question his decision making at times, but he was playing hurt. And we know how good a player Zach is. And we, I don't believe that we've, we've seen him fully healthy or as healthy as he probably yeah. is now. So I am super excited for that. And I I believe, don't get me wrong, I know Zach supports DeMar and vice versa, but I believe Zach will be out to prove, try and prove he's the best player on the team this year. I'm not saying he's going to be selfish in any way, but I think he's going to step up his game to another
0: level. Well, I mean, you know, he, uh, I, I, number one, I want him healthy. Yeah. I want him to play 75 games, yeah. you know, I mean, in a make-believe world, we'd love to see him play all 82, but I'd love him to just play 75. And if he can play 75 games and average 23 to 26 a game, somewhere in that window, I think he's going to have another all-star year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I also think it's, it's been drummed on about so much pretty much since the day he signed about his defense and, he needs to up his defense. I don't think Zach's a bad defender at all. I don't think he's a great defender, but I think he's above average, personally. I think last season.
0: Well, I mean, he, he's improved in that area so much. 100%. And I think Billy Donovan has done a great job in the coaching staff with him. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And Zach wants to be coached. Um, and he wants to be coached by someone who's been there, done that. And Billy Donovan is a superb bench boss. He is yep. great. I am so impressed with Billy Donovan. I think the world of him. And so I think when you get guys like Zach Levine, who is so athletic and so gifted, and, uh, you know, if when you see Zach Levine play, and really it's a credit to the medical team in Minnesota, Chicago, rehabbing, you would never know that he had an ACL injury. I mean, because, I mean, he can still play above the rim. He can still beat you off the floor with that hard dribble. He can still do athletic plays. And John Wooden, uh, the former great UCLA coach, rest his soul. But John Wooden once told me your best offensive player should be your best defensive player. Because your best offensive player has to have a skill set to make him an elite offensive scorer or producer with the basketball, either an assist, you know, making the pass that leads to a pass or scoring, and scoring in various means of mid-range jumper, three pointers, going to the rim, getting fouled, and if if your energy can be matched on the defensive side, Jimmy, as you applied it to the offensive side, because you're more engaged offensively. You know, everybody wants to get the ball. Everyone wants to shoot. Everyone wants to dunk and the crowd's going crazy, Jimmy. (laughs) But defensively, if you can lock in, and that was the beauty of MJ. You know, MJ's over your right shoulder. And Michael Michael Jordan challenged himself and said, listen, I, I want to make, you know, defensive player of the year. I want to be all NBA defense, first team. And sure enough, it happened because yeah. he wanted it to happen. And he worked at it. And I think Zach Levine has that same mentality.
1: I, I completely agree. I, I really do. And I think going off to the Olympics with with KD and, and, and those guys, I think that that helped him massively as well. Um, it certainly brought, done his confidence the world of good being around those guys and we all know how much kd like zach lavini quite often tweets about about him and stuff so yeah i i expect another jump from zach and and you saying there about his acl you kind of forget that he had the acl injury it's yeah. um yeah it's, it's quite incredible like you say credit to the medical staff that have been helping him through that so yeah i think we both agree we're both super excited for this season to start i hope we can prove espn wrong Personally, I think we're probably. Although I'm an optimist, I try to be a realist. I don't always succeed in that part. Uh, I personally think we're probably six to eight seed is where I would think. I don't think we're we're outside of that personally. And I, I really hope I'm wrong. My task every season. I'm. We're on the fan of the '90s. I don't like the New York Knicks. I have a lot of banter <laughs> with my, uh, Martin, who runs the UK Knicks fan account. Uh, we have a lot of coming and go that's to and froze there. Uh in fact we had a bet last year, uh which he actually still needs to fulfil. I need to remind him about this. Uh whichever team finished with less wins had to come on the other person's podcast or uh-huh. YouTube channel or Instagram live in the opposition's jersey. Oh, well,
0: Jimmy, I don't want you wearing blue and orange.
1: It's not happening, trust Mm -hmm. me. Unless it's a Bears jersey. That's the only time I'm wearing blue and orange. Yes. Um, Yeah, so I need to call him up on that because he still hasn't done that. Yeah, Jimmy, if you
0: look at the schedule, the Bulls play the Knicks like three times in a week.
1: Yes. Three
0: times in a week.
1: Well, the crazy thing is, Chuck, I'm actually out there for three games in December. So I come out, I arrive uh, in Chicago on the 6th of December, uh, and I'm there until the 15th. So I get to see the first... My last game in Chicago is the first Knicks game. Ah. And i that's for me. And a win against the Knicks would be the perfect way to end what will hopefully be an amazing trip. Yes. So. Fingers crossed they Absolutely. can uh, they can get that win. I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't stay for the next game because they're playing them. I don't think it's a back-to-back night. No, it's a deal. they playing off. them twice. Yeah. I think there's a day off and then they're playing them again. Unfortunately, I couldn't stay for that extra day. So I had to get back. But I get to get to one next game, which which will be so, so cool. Nice. But, Chuck, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm kind of jumping on the CHGO podcast here because they ask the guest, the guest to ask a question for the next guest. Yes. And not knowing who it was. And you asked your question, and I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask it to you, okay? because I think I might know the answer. So your question was, you can have dinner with someone currently living and they are picking up the bill. Who would it be?
0: Wow. All right, who do you think, uh, what, what individual do you think I was going to say?
1: Okay. And the only reason I'm saying this is because of your recent tweet, which I found was hilarious, by the way. I'm going to say Bill Wellington.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess, but you know, I, I have dinner a lot with Bill. Um, you know, there are so it's many... It's only
1: because of your tweet was about when Bill, I think it was with the when NFL Bill game.
0: When going to the check. And, when was to He was tackling <laughs> turf. He wasn't tackling a player. Yeah, so uh, it was a bit of a tug-and-cheek answer, but yeah. Uh, let's see, a living person that I would like to sit down and have, I, you know what, I I think it would probably be MJ.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great one. That would be mine without any shadow of a doubt.
0: Yeah, I think it would probably be Michael Jordan, where I could just, you know, sit down one-on-one, have a nice meal and just talk.
1: Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. although he would pick the check up, he would probably bring a pack of cards and take all your money off yeah, you anyway. So ultimately you would pay for it. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he'd bring those cigars out. And the cigar yeah. probably costs like a hundred thousand dollars. And I go, Uh okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It would that would be all. have you had the have you ever met MJ? Yes.
0: Yeah. You have. Yes. And I mean he's terrific. He's, you know, awesome. And um, you know, with a. With the Charlotte Ball Club, we don't see them as much now. Uh, like last year, I didn't really see them. And then COVID, of course, wiped out, uh, course. traveling. So hopefully I'll see them this year.
1: That's that's amazing. Uh, how is that? I mean, do you, obviously you see a lot of these players. So do you get starstruck?
0: Or? No, you know what, Jimmy? I mean, I appreciate them. Uh, do I get starstruck? No. I, I respect them. I appreciate what they bring to the table on the court off the court. But like when, when I was um, introduced to, you know, the greatest of greats in the NBA throughout my different decades, you know, you realize they're human beings and they've got strengths. They have got weaknesses. They've got challenges. They've got joys. They've got sorrow. And just because they happen to be a super duper star in basketball doesn't mean that they aren't susceptible to all the things that you and I are, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'm really not starstruck. I appreciate them. And it's kind of fun to meet some really, really good people in or out of sports. But no, I'm not starstruck.
1: See, I i mean, I'm 38 years old and I mean, when I get to Chicago, hopefully I'm i am hoping to get the chance to maybe meet a couple of the players and get a jersey signed and stuff. And I still get really funny, like a child that does at Christmas, I guess. And oh, my other yeah. half, half, she sort of doesn't get it at all. She's like, but oh, they're now, just, now, Jimmy, they're just people this, like you I, and me. But I, I, just, I get
0: that. Now, when I'm broadcasting, every game is a joy. I've never taken a game for granted. Not one. No, Uh, no, 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 not. I mean, going into the season, 1,957 games I've called Raptors Bulls. And of that 1,957, I have never taken a day off from saying, I don't think I really need to look at that roster. I don't think I need to look at a nugget of information. I don't, I think I can get by with this or get by with that. Absolutely not. I My brain, Jimmy, is so focused on, okay, I need to find out information on two-way players for the San Antonio Spurs. I need to look at tape of two-way players or exhibit 10 players because I want to go into a game. They may or may not play. Who knows? But if they do get on the court, I want to be prepared, just like a player, just like a coach. Uh, because I take nothing for granted. Nothing. I never assume.
1: I think that comes across though with your broadcasting. I really do. You can tell when someone's generally enjoying doing what they do. So that definitely absolutely comes across. So yeah, I was just saying anyway, I I get a bit starstruck and a bit, and I'm 38 years of age. My other half, she doesn't get it at all. (laughs) She just said exactly like you just said, they're all human. Like, they're no different to me or you. They've just got a special skill. Yeah. Which is true, but you know. No, 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 it's all good.
0: You know, it's all good because you know what? We're fans, and we're little kids at heart. You know, so I'll give you a hall pass. Go ahead. Get (laughs) started.
1: Well, if there's one thing I am, it's passionate. I'm not the most knowledgeable basketball person in the world. There's million a billion in fact more people out there far more knowledgeable than i am about the game if you asked me to coach a team I honestly wouldn't have no idea it's all good but I just I'm just I'm passionate. never I just
0: apologize for speaking with passion from the heart never
1: yeah it's just it's who i am I, I'm just, yeah, just when my I wear my heart on my sleeve. So, uh, and that first night at the UC, uh, my first game, I believe, is the, against the Wizards on the 7th of December, I believe it is. I can't promise there won't be tears when the introduction starts oh, yeah. and the jumbotron and I'm in I'm in the United States. Nice. I don't know how I'm going to react. There may be tears, who knows? I, I can't wait for that, that trip. It, it's going to be real special. Chuck, I, I really appreciate your time. I'm going to try not to keep you any longer. Uh, the only other thing I did want to cover I want you to give, you've got a book coming out. I believe it's just been released. Yeah. Uh here
0: you go. the release. Thank you, Jimmy. The release, always a pleasure. They can um, they can go online, Eckhart's Press, that's E C K H A R T Z, Eckhart's Press, P-R-E-S-S dot com and look for it. And it's going to be released um October 26th. Around that time, just go on the website. A lot of stories about the Bulls and the Raptors and uh, Kobe Bryant, who, you know, had 81 points against the Raptors when I did play by play for Toronto, which was an amazing night. Um, You know, some baseball stories, my career, college basketball stories. I did 18 years of college with DePaul University and the University of Michigan so anyway so hopefully it'll be a good read and you'll enjoy it
1: well again this is going to sound like i'm blowing smoke and and i I swear to you every word of this is true i've only read one book in my life i'm not a big reader and i'm ashamed of it as well um i'm going to get that book and i'm going to read it from start to finish because not only is there going to be some awesome stories in there i think it's going to be inspiring like i've said before i think you're just that kind of guy so I'm going to get that book, thank you. Um, and I'm, I'm going to read it from start to finish. and I'm looking forward to it, and I am not a reader at all. So, yeah. uh, I advise anyone to go and get it. I think it's going to be amazing. Thank um, you. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to to getting into that so it'd be brilliant. Chuck, thank you again for your time. I, I honestly, I appreciate it so no, much. Jimmy, that you've done. This for I, me. I
0: can't wait, Jimmy, to see you in Chicago, and I want to thank your viewers and listeners for catching our podcast. And I am so excited about the Bulls twenty two twenty three, and because of our fan base. Our fans around the globe are fantastic and I appreciate them so much. I appreciate you, Jimmy, and what you're doing in the UK spreading Bulls Nation. Keep it up and go Bulls. Thanks very
1: much, Chuck. All the best. You look after yourself and I will see you soon. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm sure you will agree this has been a brilliant episode. I've I've had so much fun doing it. It's been truly an honour speaking to Chuck. So uh, thanks for everyone's support as always, and I hope you enjoy it. Everyone stay safe, and we will be back soon.